Hello and welcome to the Two Ball Brothers in a Microphone podcast. This is one of the Ball Brothers, Danny, uh, and I'm here with Pete. You're also bald, right? Uh, last time I checked, you're, Pete. you're, you're bald, right? <laughs> yes, yes, you are. All right. You're, you're, you're a tall, bald brother, too. You're, you've got some height on us as well. <laughs> yep. Uh, you sure do. Um, so uh, today I wanted to get together with you and talk about something that we are doing internally at Three Will with regards to digital workplaces and some of the some of the things where I always joke around and say the cobbler's children have no shoes, but I also want to make sure that um, we are able to utilize the technologies that are in front of us and apply some of the things that we do with our clients uh, to us and try to take the situations where, you know, we're a specific type of organization and Office 365 has these things to offer and sort of cater it to what we should be doing as an organization. So you and I have been working on that, which has been fun. And um, yeah, go ahead. Just, I think internally, you know, we're having a lot of customers ask for these things. We've worked with customers on kind of modernizing things. And so it's a pretty revealing exercise to go through that internally, yep. you know, given that we've done very similar things to customers. We migrated from 2007 to 2010 on-prem and then 2010 to 2013, 2013 to the cloud. Mm-hmm. So we've got the same baggage that everybody else has. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a, a good good way to go through a, a learning exercise and, and put ourselves in customer's shoes. Yeah, and and for us, we, we've gone, we've even does, done things where we've migrated off of different platforms. Like at one point we were using uh, Atlassian's Confluence, and then at one point we were using, uh, you know, Jive's uh, Jive's software's product, and moved off of that. And so there's been some history around all of this stuff as well. And uh, and I think for us, it's been, um, you know, looking at what Microsoft offerings are out there, and um, what it what what it, we we sat down and sort of talked through what some of the goals were of doing this and I think one of the key things that that came out of that was um, you know there's certain technologies that we want people to be able to play around with but don't do that on our main tenant <laughs> let's let's let's, yeah, let's, let's yeah. keep dev environments off of this and I, I know we're all we all want to you know kick the tires I think it's typically the what the site that we create that we just sort of go in and mess around with but I think one of the things that we're recognizing as well is, is that we need to control this. And, this, and that comes into the, the governance piece of this as well, where we, we want to control. The, I mean, this is an important asset inside of our, our organization. So um, I think you and I are recognizing that we need to put some additional controls around this. Absolutely. Yep. So that, that's, I think that's another good thing that's coming out of this. Um, as well. So let's talk some of the nuts and bolts of things that we're, we're looking at doing. I know one of the things you did an inventory of all the site collections that were out there, and then you and I created a spreadsheet where we're going through and sort of doing this um, filtering of what are the ones that we can go ahead and you know clean up and get rid of. Uh, and then some of the ones that maybe um, I think we made this move from before there were a lot, there was like portals and then there was sites and now we're putting every we're using teams pretty extensively so we need to go through and make sure we've moved everything forward and that we're not leaving anything behind and also that there's not like sort of like two places for the marketing department or there's two places for different things so i know we're sort of evaluating what we have internally and making sure that um 
you know, that, that, that we're consolidating things and, and putting things in the right place. So that spreadsheet was very helpful. Yeah, that spreadsheet really came from uh, the PNP tools um, GitHub repo. Uh -huh. One of the tools that the PNP project and and you know SharePoint PNP team really has. I, I don't think they've done a great job of marketing, to be honest. But um, <laughs> that's it, it, this is relatively new, yeah. um, and. There's even a, a UI scanner and coming soon, you know, some transformation capabilities as well. And they've, they've got a lot of YouTube um, videos. So the community calls have gone through some of these things. But, um, yeah, the, the SharePoint modernization scanner is what I ran. Mm -hmm. um, and that re very recently, as of June 1st, got an update to actually provide some Excel um, outputs for group connection readiness so kind of groupifying sites and then page transformation readiness so one of the things that is going to change very soon um, is used to not be able to groupify um, an old team site site collection okay uh, so that's actually changing so one of the things you and I are working on after the inventory um, which really tells you an incredible amount of information um, you know things like uh, what can and can't be modernized, um, a bunch of output files as far as web scans and site scans. Um, and it tells you uh, really if a site's going to be ready for, you know, groupify, whether or not you can actually do that, what blockers you might have. Um, so, you know, does a site already have a 365 group is publishing enabled or, you know, whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. uh, other warnings, um, permission warnings. So, you know, one of the big things with modernization and being able to use Office 365 groups and take advantage of Teams and Planner and Stream and all of those things is having a, a group, uh, an Office 365 group back that uh, particular feature. Okay. Uh, so if you already have a, a group, um, you know, that's that's a not a stopper, but it's, it's okay, I've already got the group. How do I wire up those other um, features? Or can I even associate this with a group because I have really deep nested subwebs and I have, you know, broken uh, permission inheritance all over the place. Yeah. So yep. it tells you a whole lot of information um, just at the top level. And then, you know, you can dive into some of the additional uh, files for web scans and, and tell, you know, do I have custom master pages? Do I have, you know, alternate CSS, some other things that might trip you up trying to modernize your site. And when you're saying modernize, is that I'm, I'm looking at that, like, we're using like the new modern pages that are responsive, that look good in a in a mobile device, and and has a, I guess a new set of web parts that you can use, and it's just a much cleaner interface as well. Yeah, so modernization, um, you know, modernizing. I'm trying to think of of what their exact terminology is, but uh -huh. but it's modern sites. So modern Office 365 group connected uh, site, whether that's a team site or a communication site, uh -huh. uh, all the functionality you get with mobile first, um, you know, being able to see those pages and have them uh, function in the SharePoint mobile app, um, you know, being able to take advantage of the new uh, SharePoint framework solutions and the, uh -huh. and the new modern web parts, mm -hmm. um, all of those types of things, you know, in an old um, team site, 
you know, for example, with the new hub sites, uh, team sites that are based on the old team sites without a modern landing page, mm-hmm. um, you won't you won't see the hub site navigation. So you can actually join the hub, but you lose some of the functionality of the okay. hub unless that site's modernized. Okay. And then, so I know as part of this overall thing as well, you're talking about hub sites was, I think we identified a couple of like key use cases. So like for us, um, we talked about accounts where we're going to have a hub site for accounts and that, that, that broaches all the way through marketing sales to delivery um, so that we're all on the same page. And we identified certain types of sites that we know that we want to have and where they would roll up underneath the hub site. I thought that was interesting. I think we maybe had like five or six different types of sites that we knew we wanted to to, to be a part of this. Yeah, and I think that speaks to a larger discussion that a lot of our customers are are trying to grapple with as well. Uh-huh. So it kind of, it forces you to think governance again, the, that word nobody likes. Um, but if you're going to choose to modernize and make changes to support modernization, you want to do things like flatten your site collection hierarchy. So if you're in office 365 and you've got, you know, deep, um, sub webs yeah. and you've got a hierarchy of sub webs, you, you want to rethink, you know, how are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Um, you know, you're not going to be able to take advantage of certain things, but that, that, conversation should sort of, it begs the question of, well, what are my key use cases, right? So it goes back to what a governance discussion. Um, You know, what am I trying to, what business value am I trying to get out of this? Uh And for us, you know, you and I had the discussion about, well, you know, we've got some internal things um, with private groups or teams that are private. um, And then that flows nicely into kind of that corporate intranet mentality. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a department's use case for us. Um, You know, obviously, as a consulting company, we have have sales. So there's that kind of sales use case, uh, you know, collaboration over sales documents and collateral, etc. And then projects. Uh, we have our internal practices of, of, you know, improvement over time for those particular practices. So we kind of, you and I, you know, just to kind of be very explicit to folks listening, we discussed kind of, well, what are our key use cases? And, you know, that cobbler shoes argument, we got to go back to square one, just like we do with our customers and say, where do we start from a value perspective and sort of build up from there? So mm-hmm. it means, it means you got to do the work, yep. you know, yep. then you got to clean up things that, that are old and you don't need around, especially with GD, GDPR. Um, you know, sh- should we keep data around? Um, does that data have anything in there we shouldn't be storing, et cetera. It's just a good practice to, to kind of take a step back and clean up over time. I know you'd love to talk about GDPR right now, right? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> this week has been horrible. So, so for those that have not known oh. that May 25th was GDPR's effective date. And so now every, you know, I'm sure everyone got all the privacy updates and agreements and, you know, email bombarded with those. Yeah. Um, you know, please read my privacy statement. But um, that means, you, you know, signing deals with clients and, you know, uh, terms of how to deal with data that we deal with when we do migrations, for example, that's, it's, uh, it's been very fun this week. (laughs) (laughs) So out of this, I know, um, we've been, uh, you know, we're coming up with a list and I've got a, and I've actually tomorrow in the company meeting, I'll, I'll run through sort of what the high level tasks are for this. 
um, that we went through uh, earlier this week. And so we're, we're, it sounds like we're, we're going, we're, we're, our implementation of this is doing some of the cleanup and it's running some, I guess we're going to be um, uh, modernizing some of the sites and moving some of the content around to the appropriate place. And then I think the end goal of this is, is there is, um, I joke around with Tommy and I said, I feel like there's like, we've got 10 different home pages. Like, I don't know which home page is the home page. Um, but you know, just more of, we have one place that people go that that's a, you know, hub for the departments, but then you can branch down into seeing all the accounts and seeing a hub for the accounts and just a lot, I guess a, a cleaner environment and a more, something that hopefully will make more sense to folks as well. Yeah, and I think it goes back to, you know, we're doing the digital workplace um, workshops with customers now, and I think it goes back to what's what's the definition of that digital workplace, right? Uh-huh. So if it's if its intention is to be sort of that, and I'm doing air quotes on the radio, mm-hmm. um, if it's meant to be that virtual equivalent to a physical workplace, mm-hmm. well, in our in our workplace, as I mentioned, you know, we, we sat down and sort of mapped out, well, what are sort of the the physical or the conceptual um what's our conceptual workplace and we had those sort of key use cases so you, you kind of have to take a step back and do that and then you know what are we trying to accomplish well if we're trying to lay that structure out and make it easy for people to get work done that means finding information has to be easy um, you know, uh, engaging with that Im- information, collaborating with other folks. So, you know, we're trying to find a way we're, we're all in on teams at mm-hmm. three will. Yeah. So, you know, I live in teams pretty much all day. Um, but I still have email with customers. I still have, you know, content that sits in SharePoint and those types of things. So how do we make it so that I can use the SharePoint mobile app or the teams mobile app and yeah. make really good sense of, how we're organizing this stuff, no matter where I am, no matter what tool I'm using. So I think it's interesting as well that um, you know we're tr- we're applying these technologies and looking at the, the size of an organization and how we like to collaborate. You know, about a year ago we decided there we were going to go all in on Teams. Um, it was about a year, it was a little more than a year ago. Team, we just right away we we took a liking to it, and and there was instantly this overlap of what could go on in Teams and what could go on on Yammer. And we made a decision, hey, guys, let's, for internal use, let's just stick to Teams. And, um, you know, I still use Yammer every once in a while for some external collaboration. But I think it's just been good for us to take a look at who we are as an organization. And I also put this in the goals for our project, which was, you know, we're not building out our clients' type of intranet for three-wheel. Because we don't have that money, we don't have the time. You know, we, that, that's not what we're trying to do here. What we're trying to do is leverage, um, you know, what Microsoft has and apply it to a small organization like Three Will. Yeah, I think that's really important for any organization that starts to look at. Well, how do I? I, I'm. I look at it in the last six or eight months. You know, we've we've done a lot of migrations. We've had huge success with migrating some really large customers yep. uh, from on-prem to Office 365, and and we're starting to see you know that kind of uh, the watershed moment of okay, I'm in the cloud now. What? Yeah. And so yep. now people have to figure out, well, what do, how do I modernize? How, what, what am I not taking advantage of? How do I get teams? How, you know, so 
the kind of marketing behind some of these things is finally catching up with customers where they're in a position to take advantage of them. And in our situation, like you said, you know, we, we kind of do have that cobbler's shoes issue all the time, but you know, how can we get to really use the tools the way we want to work? Yep. Um, and for our customers, it's answering the same question. It's not going to be the same for everybody. It's, you know, that, that governance question is not a one size fits all um, question. And the answer to it definitely is not one size fits all. You know, for us, provisioning things um, is is pretty much a one time um, activity, right? Except for projects. So our project processes are automated, um, but pretty much everything else isn't. Well, yeah. in a large organization, you know, that's not going to work. You know, you get somebody with, you know, we just migrated someone to 365 that had, you know, more than 5,000 site collections. Well, that's not going to work. They, they provision probably 20 a day. Um, and they're, they're also deprovisioning or archiving, you know, roughly the equivalent over time. So they've got to look at their situation and say, how do I take advantage of these modern, modern capabilities? But how do I also, you know, make sure that I'm managing that environment well as, you know, in the same vein, how do I get rid of things at the same time? Or how do I archive or whatever the case may be? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been fun working with you on this. I'm looking forward to maybe we'll do a wrap up when we're when we're uh, get to a good version one of moving everything over and modernizing it. Maybe do a follow up for next quarter of uh, of what we actually did. <laughs> That'd be fun to do. Yeah, I think uh, you know step one is is some healthy deletions that uh, folks <laughs> yeah. are already aware are coming the twenty. What did I say? The twenty ninth of yeah. June. Um, so there's there's about fifty or sixty site collections that are just going to disappear on the twenty ninth of June. I think it was the Friday. So so that's step one. Step two will be uh, how do we start modernizing some of these things? So it'll, that'll be interesting. See how to you know how can we convert those pages, uh, the existing pages, and there's some some good guidance out there from Microsoft at this point as well. So Very nice. Well, thanks for taking the time to do this, Pete. And it's been great working with you. It's sort of like I'm uh, the business person who I have no idea how to go implement this stuff, but you just make it happen magically. All you need is a couple of PowerShell scripts, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's that's an easy <laughs> <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening, and have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye-bye.